welcome or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I almost just forgot like the ending part of the title. My dog is barking. I'm so sorry. Um, Welcome or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I'm your host. My name is Chloe. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited that you decided to click on this episode today. Uh, before we jump in, make sure you follow this podcast and rate it five stars. It really helps me out. If you want to leave a review, that also would really help me out and I'd appreciate it. Make sure you send this to a friend or post it on your story. Let people know that you're subscribed to You Learn Something New Every Day and hopefully people can benefit from these episodes just like you do. So yeah, with all that out of the way. Also, my Instagram is chloe.better if you want to message me any any comments, any topic ideas, any requests. C-H-L-O-E dot V as in Violet, E-T-T-E-R. Again, that's that's my name on Instagram. So anyway, now that we got that out of the way, hello. I hope you guys are having a good day or a good night whenever you're listening to this. I'm recording this on Tuesday. Today is the 8th of March. It's crazy that it's March. Um, March is a big like milestone month for me. Um, I have a lot of family that has birthdays. I know some friends that have birthdays in this month. I myself have a birthday this month and uh, the 12th in four days is actually my three-year anniversary teaching fitness classes, specifically spin classes because I started out teaching cycle. Um, So I'm really excited for that. Um, Hello or fuck, did I just say hello? Um, However, Another milestone, for lack of a better term, for March, what I think of is COVID, because March 16th, 2020, I remember it very, very well. It was a Monday. I went to work at my spin studio that I worked at, went to work in the morning to work the front desk. I drove almost an hour to get my tattoo because I was turning 18 in four days, so I was getting my first tattoo like by myself. And as I was on the way, I like check my phone when I get to the tattoo place. As I was on the way, I got a text or an email or something basically saying that like gyms and like everything was being shut down and, you know, we'd be closing for two weeks. You know, that's what everybody thought. Um, So my life, like everything just started spinning around me. Like I felt like the entire world, I mean, it was shutting down, but I felt like so out of control and I was so confused and I don't know I just I remember that day very well because I remember going to get my tattoo and I was like just looked at the guy and I was like what the hell is going on and we both were just kind of like what is happening you know um so yeah anyway so also happy two year to my snake tattoo um on my arm um but before we okay I'm gonna get ahead of myself here so let's I want to I want to dive into all of that before though uh, I need to share what I learned today so if you're new here I like to share one thing that I learned at the beginning of each episode because just like the title of this episode you learn something new every day it is a cliche but cliches are cliches for a reason you know there might be some truth behind it so I firmly believe in this saying and I try to you know spread the knowledge, spread the idea that you do learn something new every day. And if you don't think you do, you might not be very present. You might not be really living your day-to-day life. You might just kind of be existing, going through the motions. And, you know, I'm not saying that doesn't, oh, excuse me, I'm not saying that doesn't happen to everybody. Like, I'm definitely guilty of this. But if you make the conscious effort to, you know, be present in your day-to-day life, even those things that seem, uh, very tedious or very repetitive 
pay attention, okay? Don't just like dissociate. Don't just like numb yourself, you know? Like be present in the moment. Don't distract yourself. And you'll find that you learn so, so much, whether it be about yourself, about your friend, about your family member, about life in general. Uh, So just start paying attention, you know? Start living your life a little bit more. Uh, What I learned today... So I was just on a walk with my dogs. Uh, It was a nice hour-long walk. And luckily, we were getting towards the end. And I was listening to this great podcast. I love the On Purpose with Jay Shetty podcast. I'm binging it right now. All the way, I started all the way at the beginning um, because I've been listening a lot recently to his, you know, episodes as they've been coming out. But I want to get caught up and listen to just every single episode that he's ever put out because he has some great wisdom and he has some great guests on the podcast. Um, He wrote the book uh think like a monk and i'm starting that too and i really like it so far so i highly recommend him highly recommend his podcast it's the number one health podcast in the world so that should say something you know why don't you why don't you go check that out um anyway i'm walking my dogs i'm listening to this amazing podcast per usual because jay is all all of his episodes i get something out of i'm listening And it's a great episode. He has a guest on and like they're about, it's like getting really good. And all of a sudden it just like crashes, like it stops. So I was like, what the heck? So I like get my phone out of my pocket. I look and it, there's no like pause button. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess Spotify just kind of crashed for a second and like logged me, like not logged me out, but like exited out of the app. So I'd go to open the app again and it said like, you've been logged out. And I was like, what the hell? So at first I'm like, did I get hacked or something? Like, this is so annoying. So I checked my email, no one logged in. So I was like, okay. So I go to log in, I type in the password and I know for a fact it's my password because I recently had to log in and I remember using that password. So I'm trying to type it in and it's not working. So I'm trying a few other passwords and it's starting to say like, that's the wrong password. But then when I typed in my correct one, all it said was something went wrong. So I was like, okay, this is weird. So I told my friend Brett, who was on the podcast, you know, in the last episode, like uh is your spotify working he was like no like it logged out like i thought my wife like canceled the subscription or something and i was like no like that's probably like i think everyone so i go to twitter and of course everyone is like tweeting about it so i was like oh okay this makes a lot more sense so spotify is just down um so i learned that spotify crashed okay (laughs) i was getting really pissed off because i was like why am i not like why did i get logged out of my account i was getting so mad and frustrated um but then i realized that everybody's going through that right now so yeah anyway Um, I am so grateful, however, that this did not happen during one of my classes because Spotify, you would have really, really upset me because I use Spotify for my fitness classes. I take a lot of pride in making my playlists. I take a lot of, you know, I, I spend a lot of time and attention making those playlists. And music is a big part of the class, you know, it's, we can, you can really drive a workout through the music you listen to. So, I just can't imagine, you know, playing music in class and all of a sudden it cutting and then me not being able to get back in my account. I'd be so frustrated and I don't even, I don't really know what I would do if I'm being honest. I would feel very unprofessional. I'd feel very uh just, you know, like messy and all over the place. Um so I'm just really grateful that th- that didn't happen because I obviously wouldn't have been like, "Oh, let me check Twitter really quick." Like, no, I'm in the middle of work, you know. I'm teaching a class. I can't just stop. So I don't know what I would have done because I don't have iTunes. Like I don't, or I don't have Apple music, you know, like I don't, I use Spotify. So anyway, (laughs) I just got fired up for no reason. I'm just saying I'm grateful that I wasn't in class. Um, you know, so it sucks that I can't finish that episode right now, but hopefully it gets fixed soon. Um, 
Good luck, Spotify. All right. Anyway, <sighs> moving on. Okay. COVID. So let's go back to March 16th, 2020. Um, there was so much uncertainty and fear. And I know I'm not talking about something that's new. Like we know this. Okay. We know how scary it was. We know how weird it was. You know, it was like everything kind of was on pause and everyone felt, I mean, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I felt like I was behind. I feel like I was getting behind because of gyms being closed down, even though no one else was going to work. No one else was doing what they normally do. I still felt behind. I still felt like I was falling off of my path when in reality, everybody's path was completely rearranged, you know? Um, so one thing that I noticed once it, you know, March 16th passed and, uh, I had my birthday, uh, on a Friday or a Thursday. I think it was, no, it was a Friday and I was turning 18. So my plan with my friends was to literally go to the club in DC. Like that's what I was going to do. I was going to get all dressed up. We were going to have a great time. And of course the clubs shut down. So I'm just like, this is insane. Like what the heck? So I'm like, I finally turn 18 clubs shut down like that day. And I'm just like, okay, fine. That's, that's okay. I don't need to go to the club. Um, and I ended up just spending it at, um, my friend's at the time house. Uh, and it was great. You know, I went to a park on my birthday. It was nice enough to wear like shorts. Like it was really beautiful outside. And, you know, we just sat outside and enjoyed the beautiful weather. And it was great. Um, I liked that I didn't have to do anything, you know? Um, but it was such a, I don't know. Like I remember so many people that had birthdays at that time being like, Oh, like my birthday's ruined or whatever. Um, and I guess I'm just, I'm not much of a birthday person to begin with, but I was just kind of like, eh, I mean, like, you know, we're healthy, we're, we're okay, like, what's the worst that could happen, you know, um, just enjoy the chill day. Um, and that was one thing that I saw a lot of people, you know, a lot of people turned to TikTok and they went online and, uh, I feel like, obviously there's pros and cons with social media, but I feel like TikTok and Instagram, like, you know, people started making those little challenges. Like there was a push-up challenge, I think, where it was like, oh, you tag someone and whoever gets tagged has to go and do their push-ups and record it. And then they have tagged someone else, like just basically making people work out. Um, and, you know, online classes started happening and, you know, filming started happening. And um, I was able to go into the studio after a few weeks because I was allowed to, um, or I, I, I was technically working because we'd film these online classes and I just remember everything just felt so weird like no one was on the road uh I almost I drove to my friend's house my one friend I didn't see anybody except for the same like core people like the I just saw people that were in this one household that's it and like I barely saw my siblings um I wasn't able to see them for a bit uh you know, just safety, health, you know, precautions. Um, but so I was only around this one family because just my dad and I were living together and that got very lonely and I just needed to be around, you know, my second family at the time, um, if I'm being honest. So I was at their house a lot and every time I'd be driving there, I'd be so, so, so anxious because I remember seeing that like, if you were driving somewhere, like if you were going out somewhere and the police pull you over and you don't really have anywhere that you need to go, like if you're just driving to a friend's house, I think they could have arrested you. Like, am I right? Am I, I don't think I'm making that up. I'm pretty sure it was like, you know, if you're not going to work, if you're not going to get to 
to get groceries, like you're not, you're not going anywhere, you know, like you, you stay home. Um, so everyone was pushing that and obviously it's nice for the first two weeks, you know, everyone's like drinking every day and they're like, yay, like, you know, I don't have to do anything. But after a few weeks, it's like, okay, this is starting to get a little bit scary. This is starting to get, um, a little bit worse than we anticipated. Um, I remember before COVID, it was like January, February, you know, we're hearing about it starting to spread, like, you know, not in the U.S. And then I remember it coming and then having a case in Washington, I believe, like the state of Washington. And that's, I'm in Maryland. I'm all the way on the other side of the country, but I just like felt in my bones, in my chest. I was like, it's coming. Like it's, it's literally coming and it's taking over this entire world. It was terrifying. Um, when it reached Montgomery County, uh, which is part of you know, Maryland, like it's a county in Maryland. It's close to where I was living. I remember hearing that there were cases in Montgomery County and I, I like lost my mind. I lost it. I absolutely lost it. I not only was this disease and illness so unknown and so, and I mean, everyone was dying. So I was terrified of getting it. And not only that, but even if I didn't die, I was terrified of just getting so sick because I just heard such awful things, you know, going on with everyone else that had gotten sick. And uh, just a little bit, if you're not familiar with me and who I am and how I was growing up, it is so much better. But um, I was diagnosed with OCD when I was very, very young. And in grade school, it kind of transformed into, because, uh, you know, OCD is like you're, you're needing control uh, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's an anxiety. It's a form of anxiety. Um, you're, you need that control. So I would obsessively wash my hands. I would obsessively clean and I would obsessively think about where germs are. So if I touched any surface of anything that wasn't like scrubbed down before, like I would consider it like dirty. So my mind, like I, I'm definitely very, again, it's so much better now. But like very fearful of germs, very fearful of illness, very fearful of getting sick and, uh, you know, all the above. So just picture that, you know, I'm losing my mind already. Now, one thing that I noticed right away is people started, you know, promoting on like social media and everything. They're like, okay, like you need to start wiping down like, uh, what's it called? Grocery cart, you know, handles and like, um you know, wiping down doorknobs more and like wearing masks when preparing food and like uh, not touching door handles or using your sleeve or not touching the elevator button and using your elbow instead. I had been doing all of that obsessively, like to the extreme before COVID was even a thing. So none of that was new to me, you know? And I I think it's kind of cool because now people are starting to like, you know, be more cautious about that and be more aware about cross-contamination. And I'm just like, you know, I've been, I've been doing this. Like I've been knowing this. Like it's almost like in my, my body knew that something was coming and I needed to like train it, you know, it needed to get ready. But, um, anyway, I just thought that was really interesting because so many people had never thought about that before, like wiping down door handles and, you know, wiping down grocery cart handles. And it's like, yeah, it's disgusting and people are not realizing, they, they didn't realize until recently. So, um, obviously COVID is very bad and this pandemic has done a lot of damage in some ways, but in, you know, there's pros and cons to everything. And I, I wanted to just acknowledge that pro that people became more aware of 
you know, germs and sanitization. And, you know, you don't have to touch everything, you know, <laughs> you don't have to put your hands everywhere and you do need to wash your hands every time that you come back in your house or you go to prepare food. I think that's the other thing. When I made Christmas cookies for my friends, or not even cookies, I make these little Oreo balls. If you know, you know. Um, but when I was making them the, for the first year, like that first Christmas with COVID in 2020, I wore a face mask and I scrubbed the shit out of my hands when I made them because I, you know, God forbid, like vaccine, I couldn't get vaccinated yet because, you know, only frontline workers were starting to get the vaccines at that point. Um, God forbid, like I had COVID and didn't know, I did not, the last thing I wanted was to give it to somebody, especially through like fucking Christmas cookies. So I don't know. That's one thing that I thought about, but, um, I feel like this is just going to really open up more people's eyes to like just, you know, sanitization, germs, what I was saying earlier, like at restaurants, like we need to, people need to be washing their hands more, you know, if they're going and taking all these people's orders, touching all those menus, and then they're going in the back to wrap silverware, like that's disgusting. Those menus are disgusting. Everyone touches them, you know, um, and like touching door handles and, you know, just like interacting with people and like. I don't know, like, it's just, in gyms, oh my god, because I work at a gym, like, that's the other thing, like, we didn't, I feel like when we started wiping down the weights after every class, and, uh, you know, like, we already wiped the bikes down after every class, but, like, the weights and, like, the other equipment, like, you never would have thought of that before, but now it's, like, we wipe down everything, like, everything is sanitized, and there's more hand sanitizer everywhere, there's more you know, spray, like, you know, cleaning spray and cleaning wipes everywhere. And I, I, I feel like that is something that's here to stay. You know, I don't think that even if this pandemic is, you know, over, I don't think that's going to go away. I think we need to continue, you know, cleaning up after ourselves and cleaning up our equipment uh, before we even go to work out because you never know if the person before you did clean it or not, you know. Um, but anyway, uh, another good thing that I noticed is more and more people, since this was in March of 2020, it started to get warmer, you know, springtime hit as this quarantine, you know, we're about a month in, it's getting warm out, more and more people I saw were going outside and going on walks, and more and more people were working on themselves, and reading books, and educating themselves on topics that they were passionate about that they wouldn't have the time otherwise to learn about, you know, um, I feel like this period of time where we were kind of bored, kind of confused, it it was almost good for us, you know, it kind of slowed us down and made us look and be in the present moment. It also made everyone realize how uncertain this whole life thing is, you know, in the blink of an eye. You never know what could change. Things can be taken from you, you can gain opportunities, you can gain experiences, you can lose opportunities, you can, you know, learn new things, you can, you know, say things, like, so much can change in such a short amount of time, and I think that's what a lot of people are really, really starting to wake up to, um, and also just, like, how much, how little control we have over our own lives, like, are you guys even ready for that conversation, like, what, what is the definition of freedom, and are we actually free, because we have been taught that we're free, we're in a free country, we're in America, but, we're not actually free. 
you know, like if you really think about it, like what defines that freedom and like are we actually, because at the end of the day, if we're being taught the definition of freedom by people that are, you know, authoritative over us, how are we to know any different, you know? If you're told that, oh, freedom is being able to um, dress whatever you want, but only if you're covering your shoulders and only if your shorts are long enough so that your fingertips can touch the bottom if your arms are fully extended, um, and only if your midriff is covered, and only if you're not wearing a muscle tank, and only if you... That's not freedom. That's just, you're being given a choice. That's restricting and you're being given two options to make it feel like you are free and make it feel like you are choosing, you know? We act like we're free, but we're forced to, you know, go to school five days a week, you know, seven hours a day, eight hours a day, and are expected to participate in clubs and activities and, you know, do your homework and stuff that's not, that's not freedom. I'm sorry. It's just not. I'm, I'm not, and I'm not trying to, uh, invalidate the freedom that we do have because there is a lot, um, that, you know, and I'll be the first to say I'm very privileged and I grew up in a very privileged area and I had a lot of things handed to me. I had a lot of things, um, a lot of opportunities, even if it wasn't directly handed to me, I was able to do a lot because of where I was and at the end of the day a lot of it comes down to yeah you might have some of the qualifications you might not be entirely qualified but if you're in the right place at the right time like you could get this opportunity that someone that is more qualified for this opportunity should get but they're they just live in a third world country so they don't get that opportunity if that makes sense um so I don't know I just I feel like I don't know, I kind of went off on a tangent there, but yeah, anyway, I, I, I'm glad that more and more people worked on themselves and did those, those, those things that we do, that, that we overlook a lot, um, you know, like taking those walks and FaceTiming your grandparents, like, that stuff was so overlook and it's different for everybody but like everyone has those things that you know they just quote unquote didn't have the time for and in reality it's like you know if you're saying you don't have the time to work out you don't have the time to take care of yourself you just aren't making the time to take care of yourself you're prioritizing something else over over whatever it is that you're avoiding you know um and I know for me this is really what kick-started my spiritual journey I mean I was kind of learning about it uh you know, before COVID, but this, having this time to really sit and be with my thoughts and really, you know, learn how to meditate and learn how to properly use manifestation and affirmations to my advantage and really just get different perspectives on things. I I don't know. I feel like I learned so much about myself in the past two years and I don't think I would have learned this much if you know, I don't, I don't think I would be where I am today if it weren't for this pandemic. And that says a lot because in the beginning it was terrifying and it still is terrifying. I still think, you know, we're not totally back to normal. And I really don't like that saying. I really don't like how people, um, you know, since the beginning, they're like, oh, I can't wait to go back to normal. And it's like, normal doesn't exist anymore. You know, maybe this pandemic is the universe kind of shaking us. Be like, hey, like, wake up. You're ruining your planet. 
Do you guys remember when it was like the first month of the quarantine and uh, what was it? Like wildlife started being seen again in Italy in, oh, I should have looked this up. It's like in one of their like water reservoirs or a lake or something. I don't remember, but I just remember seeing something about how much healthier the nature surrounding us was. Um, and it's starting to get bad again. And I, I am, I don't know. I had a little bit more hope for how we would, uh, how we would interpret this. You know, I, I think we all needed that wake up call. Um, and unfortunately I think a lot of people still need to be woken up. Um, but climate change is very real and it's very, it's very scary. And I don't know. I just, I'm really anxious for my generation and our future generations. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the world is going to look like at 2050. So, um, anyway, I'm not here to talk about that, but I definitely, definitely think that quarantine did some good to our planet. No doubt. Um, a lot less cars on the road, a lot less gas being emitted, a lot less, um, just trash. I mean, people were probably buying less shit, you know, because they only really needed to get groceries. So I don't know. I, I, I wonder, I don't know. Um, anyway, but this normal thing, back to what I was saying, there was this new normal that uh, many people began to embrace, you know, some people were stuck on the past and trying to maintain what literally wasn't there anymore, what literally wasn't possible anymore. And many began to embrace this new normal and they worked with the circumstances that we were given. Um, many were stuck on going back to normal, even though that way of life was gone. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, just remember that like, we cannot grow without change. We cannot change without change, you know? And I always preach this in my, my fitness classes. Like it's not about, what happens to us. And it, uh, trust me, this is so much easier said than done. And it's one of those things that you really have to fully understand and grasp before you can embody it. But it is not about what happens to us. It's about what we do with it. It's about how we react to our given circumstances. Because at the end of the day, nothing outside of us is guaranteed, right? Nothing, nothing, we can plan for things, we can intend for things, but we can't go into things with expectations too high because we're going to be let down because at the end of the day, this universe, this world, God, whoever, they don't have an obligation to make sense to us. They don't have an obligation to, you know, make everything in our life easy because again, if it was easy, we wouldn't grow from it or we wouldn't change from it. So I think this unfortunate, you know, very unfortunate, uh, situation that we've been put in ultimately changed a lot of people for the better because, a lot of us, I don't know about you guys, but from personal experience, I felt like I wanted to just tap out. You know, this shit was too scary. It was too uncertain. It was too unknown. And I felt very out of control. And as I discussed earlier with the OCD, I like being in control. So this was very hard for me. I definitely got very low. I think a lot of us did. Very anxious, very depressed. Now, I already suffer with both of those um, just day-to-day life. Um, you know, I'm in therapy, I'm medicated, it's a great day. Um, but if you were, so at this point, two years later, 
I think that all of us are a little bit changed, whether you want to admit it or not. Some people are still so stuck on that old normal that they're trying to fight so hard to cling on to. Um, They're chasing it. And it kind of breaks my heart because you can't, you can't chase things. They're just going to run away from you, right? But you, you can't attract things. Um, and you can feel a difference between attracting something and chasing something. Because when you're chasing something, it's almost like you're acting out of fear, right? You're acting out of fear because you're afraid that this new normal will bring change and will make you test your strength, will test your resilience, will test your adaptability. But again, when this stuff is tested, when it's put to the test, that's when you you realize that you're a lot stronger than you gave yourself credit for. You're a lot more resilient than you ever thought you could be. And so this pandemic, it's not over yet. It's still very current. Um, Just from the past two years, it's been very challenging. It stripped one of the best things that ever happened to me, um, and that being CycleFit took took a lot from me um but it also transformed me in a way that I just really can't imagine my life without this experience um I wouldn't be where I am today and I don't know I I just Cycle Fit was a community, it was a spin studio, it was a, but it was so much more than that. It was all the friendships and all the magic that we created at that, at that studio. Um, we had to close down ultimately because of, you know, pandemic situation. Uh, but I also can't help but, um, be grateful for the fact that Okay, when you have to say goodbye to something and it's so hard, honestly, it just made me more grateful for those memories and for those friendships because I felt so lucky that I was able to experience something that made so good that made saying goodbye so hard. And I think that's another thing this pandemic really opened our eyes to is realizing what we value deep down inside at the end of the day, you know. If you go in lockdown, you it, when this quarantine first started in March of 2020, what were the first things that you were worried about, you know? Like, for me, I was worried about, I mean, I was worried about my family and I was worried about cycle fit. And that's it. You know, I wasn't stressed about, oh, all the social gatherings that I could be having or all the, all the parties I could be going to, all the clubbing I could be doing. Like, I wasn't concerned about any of that. I was more thinking about, you know my my work and my family and I don't know like that just goes to show that's what I value you know and I'm not trying to shade anybody who was concerned about missing out on social events like that's still if you're okay if you're an 18 year old and or you were missing out on like your high school experience like yeah that sucks that does suck that's valid and I'm so sorry for the class of 2020 and class of 2021 who had such an altered experience from what was you know supposed to happen quote unquote but again that just goes to show we can't guarantee shit I mean this pandemic flipped everybody's lives upside down and yeah I mean 
I feel like I had another point to make there, but I think that goes to show. I also wanted to um, say I was so fortunate. I am so grateful and thankful that my my immediate family and my, my friends were not, you know, a lot of us did get COVID, but I am so grateful that we're all still alive and healthy today. Um, I am so grateful that my body, I got COVID in May of 2020 and I didn't even know I had it until like a month later when my dad got tested for the antibodies and we both had like a head cold for, you know, a day or two and we thought it was a head cold. Um, but I now look back and I'm like, I am so grateful that the fact that I didn't even know I had it compared to the people that were being put on ventilators. Like I am just very, very grateful that, you know, my body is, was able to, you know, battle it as efficiently and effectively as it did. Um, I am thinking of and sending love to everybody who did lose somebody very close to them because of COVID. And I can't imagine that. I haven't gone through that. I don't know that type of pain. Um, so again, I can only imagine, but, um, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, everybody. Uh, I think about that a lot. Just the amount of people who were taken, uh, too soon from this earth. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, I'm thinking of those who lost their friends, their family to COVID. Um, I'm thinking about those who lost their job or their house due to COVID. I'm thinking about those who had to work through the fear, through the unknown, aka those frontline workers. If you work at a hospital, you showed up to work every single day, even though everyone's world was flipped upside down, even though you knew that your life is being put at risk even more because you're being exposed to this virus that is literally killing off people left and right. I can't imagine the fear. So thank you so much to everyone who was is a frontline worker, who was working in hospitals, who was working with patients directly affected by this, who were working at grocery stores, were working at fast food places with anxious customers coming through just because they didn't know what else to do with themselves. And I cannot imagine going to work. And I'm so grateful that I was able to continue working. I was able to continue living under my dad's roof and continue having, a, you know, meals on the table and being able to sleep comfortably and, you know, I don't know. I just, I know that I'm very privileged and I, I wanted to acknowledge that. And I wanted to thank everybody who, who kept showing up when it felt impossible. Um, so overall, my thoughts on this pandemic, it's two years later, I think this pandemic woke a lot of people up. It showed us how little we know and how nothing is guaranteed. And I think those are very important lessons that really couldn't have been fully understood unless we went through it personally. So I know this has been a long two years. It's been a very uncertain two years. Um, but I just wanted to say, if you're listening to this, you're doing great. 
okay, we could, I, I know there's a lot of work to do. I know there's a lot of people who are starting to be like, hey, I've been, I've been drinking like every day the past two years because I'm just so anxious or I just, you know, it started off with the quarantine and it just kind of never stopped. We still have a lot of work to do. And I think this pandemic traumatized a lot of us. So we have a lot of healing to do. We have a lot of growing to do as a collective. Um, but I think ultimately this will bring us together even more. And when we're working together, we're able to work smarter and stronger. Um, and yeah, I guess that's all I have to say, really. Um, masks, the mask mandate where I live was just lifted like two weeks ago. Um, so I'm teaching classes again, people are seeing my face, um, and it's weird, I feel, like, naked without it, like, I feel like I'm breaking a rule, you know, because that was a rule, it was a law, um, so yeah, I don't know, this is a weird time, like, transitioning out of that, I still think that masks are going to be worn for a long time, I think, honestly, I feel like if people are sick, even if it's a head cold, they should be wearing a mask anyway, I feel like that should just be a thing, um, but, yeah, I don't know, I feel like I could sit and talk about this for a long time, but again, it's not anything that people haven't already spoke about on the internet, so, I don't know, do your own reflecting, uh, again, you can message me on Instagram, your thoughts, your opinions, uh, your comments to this episode, and let me know any topic ideas that you have, any requests of what you want to hear from me. Um, I really appreciate everyone for tuning into today's episode and for sticking around till the very end. Again, follow, rate this podcast, leave a review. I really appreciate it, and I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. If not, the sun will rise and we will try again. Thank you guys. I will see you all next Friday with another episode. Peace out.